When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. for breaking news. Up to date, up to the minute. What's going on in the world? And where news breaks. Local news matters. This is the 550 KTSA Morning News with Trey Ware. It's always smart to know what's going on. Now on FM 1071. James Trevino, that's perfect. Thank you so much. Wow, that is a great way to start the show this morning. And I appreciate you picking up the ball on that, Jimmy. Uh, good morning to you, San Antonio and Texas and United States of America. 506, Treyware 550, KTSA, FM 1071, and the Treyware page at KTSA.com. And, yes, a very Merry Christmas to you and yours. We're, we're totally into the spirit and the mood of Christmas and getting deeper as we, uh, as we go further this week. We're less than a week away, guys. It's going to be here before you know it, and then it'll be over with before you know it. You know how that goes. It happens, and then, bam! It's over with. Listen, I got a stack of news today, and I'm going to get into all of it with you. And I want to hear from you on many of these topics this morning at 210-599-5555. That's either text or you can call. love it when you call because I love to have these conversations with you at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Wherever you are listening, you can call that number and be on the on the show with me this morning. we got some sound we're going to play for you this morning, some of the news uh, items, but I want to start right here with your local mayor, city council, and your uh, city manager. So you remember a few years ago, uh, in fact, it was 1977 when we went to individual districts for city council people. They were at large before that. Well... They want to change that. There are those downtown, and I believe the mayor is one of them, that wants to change and grow the size of local government. Well, isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? 
when at a time we should be focusing on shrinking government across the board. No, not San Antonio. The socialists that run the city council here, I call them the commie council. They, of course, socialists always want more of your money because that's what this is going to cost you. And they want a larger government. Why? Because the fewer dollars you have and the larger government is, that means the less freedom you have. Are you awake yet? Are you awake yet? So beginning immediately, city council is going to look at changing the city charter. Now, this is not something that you are going to have to deal with until probably the election of 2024, okay? Um, And a lot of people are going to be focusing on, of course, national elections, the presidential election, and that's why they planned it uh, this way. But they've got a 15-member committee of insiders, and I do mean they are insiders. They've been part of San Antonio governance for a very long time, who are going to meet over the coming months and decide, just let me give you the basics, okay? I won't take you too far in the weeds on this. But it all equals this. City government getting larger and your paycheck getting smaller because they got to fund all this. Remember, they have to pay for all of this growth of city government. So what they're talking about are pay raises for city council members. Remember the days when they made $20 a meeting? Well, now they want to pay them a lot of money. What about longer term limits for city council members? I remember the days when they didn't have uh, term limits at all, and you had somebody like a Lila Cockrell and a Henry Cisneros, and there were others who just set up <laughs> their lives and decided they were going to be uh, involved in city governance forever. And uh, C.A. Stubbs and Homeowner Taxpayer Association came along and said, no, I don't think so. That's not what we're going to do. And they passed term limits, and now they want to have longer term limits instead of the two four years uh, or the two-year terms. They want to go to a four-year term and make it two years at a time or four years at a time. So what do you think? We're going to talk about this. They want more money for the city manager. Um, In 2018, if you were here, we had a battle over that. The uh, city charter can only be amended and changed every couple of years. And it's very restrictive, the process and everything. And the firefighters were ready to go, and they had everything done, and they got it instituted. And it's back when Cheryl Scully was uh, relieved of her duties uh, because she made so much snaking money, and she did not like the police, and she did not like the fire, and she made that abundantly clear She was pro-illegal immigration, and that hasn't changed with this council or this city manager. They're pro-illegal immigration as well. And so she was run out, and some new things were put into place. Some new uh, guardrails were put in place for future city managers, like term limits and the amount of money they could make, because she was getting filthy rich off the city of San Antonio. And and Eric Walsh is too, by the way. He's you know she her base was was right at five hundred. And then she had all kinds of bonuses and stuff. She was pulling down over a million dollars a year. He, his base is 400 And then he's got all kinds of bonuses and stuff like that, too. So, so more money for city manager and more city council members. They're looking at expanding the districts. And instead of just having 10 and the mayor, uh, who knows how many they want to shoot for here. I've heard 15. I've heard 16. And I have heard 20. 
So who knows what this 15-member uh, board is going to come up with. But a uh, question for you uh, this morning on any of this, 210-599-5555. Do you want San Antonio government to grow? Do you want San Antonio's government to be bigger? And keep in mind, as you grow city council or any government, then you are going to have to pay for it. Somebody got to pay for it. <clears throat> and they're not going to do it out of the, the kindness of their heart. So that means you. More money coming out of your paycheck or out of your CPS bill, <laughs> however they decide to tax you on this, because they do it both ways, right? And to give to a larger city council, uh, because let's just say they settle on 20 city council members for San Antonio. Well, you got to pay all 20 of them, and now they're talking about going up on how much to pay the city council people. So now let's just say you double it, and you double the amount that you're paying them. Now you're talking some real money. And then you're going to be talking about locking them in city council for longer term limits. They won't, they won't have to leave as soon. So if you get some real jerks in there, as we have now, then it's real easy to see the damage they can continue to do for a longer period of time instead of having two years and then they got to go if the city, uh, if, if people in the city decide that they want to change that. And then, uh, and then of course, uh, the city manager and changing the way the city manager, uh, ha having a city manager for a longer term and paying the city manager more money. Basically, on the city manager thing, they're talking about erasing the guardrails that were put in in 2018 after uh, after Cheryl Scully. So those are the questions, and we're going to talk about it as the day goes on today. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Larger city government and more money coming from you to a larger city government. And I just told you what my point is on all of this. Number one is we should be focused on shrinking the size of all governments all across the board, fewer government, fewer people involved in government, and less money going to government. You have to do that in order to return freedom back to the people. Now, i got to tell you, for those of us who are conservatives, and I'm a conservatarian, which means I'm split pretty much right down the middle between conservative and libertarian. Uh, we have a major fight on our hands because so many people have been indoctrinated in today's socialist school system in America to believe to look to the government for every ill, everything that's wrong, every problem I have, everything that's happening in my life. Well, I want the government to fix it. I want the city council to fix this. I want the Texas ledge to fix this. I want Joe Biden to do something about it. Why don't they do something about it? And that's how more than half, more than half of America feels, and more than half of San Antonio feels that way, particularly particularly when we know that conservatives have abdicated San Antonio and turned it over in Bear County and turned it over to the left-wing socialist commies in, in Bear County. We know that to be a fact, that many of the conservatives have fled San Antonio because of the San Frantonio policies that they have put into place. So it's a big battle. It's going to be a, a big one. And this is about the future of San Antonio. Is, is the future San Antonio going to be fiscally responsible, uh, under control, uh, the, 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 the voters and the residents having a say in what happens in local politics and what happens with fiscal accountability and, and policy in San Antonio? Or 
and this is where the line is, is it going to be turned over to insiders, which insiders do a lot to run the city right now behind the scenes, but is it going to be completely turned over to insiders for a longer period of time, costing the residents and taxpayers in this community more money? That's the bottom line. Bigger government, more money to fund that government, Less freedom for the citizens of San Antonio and Bear County. And I gotta tell you, I'll just be honest with you. Uh, I think it's a lost cause. I, I really, uh, to me, San Antonio at this point has gone so far down a river. The city council is truly a commie council at this point. Uh, they, they never met a new law, new regulation, a new rule on you or a tax on you that they didn't like. And that's what this is all about, controlling people to the nth degree with a larger city government and taking more of your money to fund that. 210-599-5555. Well, the governor made some news yesterday, didn't he? Then we'll talk about that and take your calls. Trey Ware, KTSA. There are lots of stuff. On at News Talk 550, KTSA and FM 1071. Check those boys out at 11 o'clock this morning here on KTSA. 522, Trey Ware, KTSA. There's Jimmy T. Right over there is Captain Don Morgan. 210-599-5555. So a uh, little background here before we get into this deal with the uh, governor. Article 4 and Section 4 makes it very clear that the U.S. Constitution, that uh, the job, one of the major jobs of El Presidente and the federal government is to uh, protect states from invasion. And when the federal government fails to do so, which is exactly what Joe Biden's administration, under the uh, leadership and direction of Barack Hussein Obama, has been doing for quite some time now since they got into power. Uh, that is a violation of the Constitution. And I said early on uh, during his uh, administration that Joe could be impeached for that and removed for high crimes and misdemeanors for, for treason because he is not doing what he swore to do on that very cold January day, which was defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. And, and instead of, of defending us against foreign enemies, he opened the border for an illegal invasion, which is a direct contradiction of his duties, a direct high crime and misdemeanor, according to our founders, Article 4, Section 4 of the U.S. Constitution. So what Greg Abbott signed yesterday has that cover, because when the federal government fails to do so, it is pertinent to the states to step in and do exactly that, defend themselves from an invasion, which is what Greg Abbott has been doing. Now, he was late to the game. He hasn't done all that he can do. That Colony Ridge thing over in Houston is an absolute mess uh and so you know it's it, he's not doing a perfect job but he's doing a whole lot better than anybody else in the united states and in addition to article 4 section 4 of the u.s constitution we have the coverage of the 10th amendment which is patently clear and i like i'm a biblical literist i am a constitutional literist it says what our founding fathers meant for it to say it was a document that they drew up to constrain, restrain, and hold in check the federal government's powers over the states. We're supposed to be a republic. Federalism is supposed to be our rule of the day. Which means if we want to outlaw abortion in the state of Texas where women have to leave Texas to get an abortion, then we can do that. And that's the way it's supposed to be. 
instead of an all-powerful, influential, centralized Washington, D.C. government that rules over all of us. And the Tenth Amendment is very clear. The states control all of that except for the power that the states decide themselves that they will cede to Washington. So yesterday, Greg Abbott signed a piece of legislation that is the first state in the nation uh, to give law enforcement the authority to arrest illegal immigrants here in the state of Texas, doing whatever he can do to stop this illegal invasion that is destroying our country, bit by bit, destroying who we are as a people, and all the other things that we have talked about so many times. And, and not to mention the trash that is being left behind. Have you seen all this trash along the railroad tracks and the border? And It's just trash. So, of course, he's going to be uh, challenged. This law is going to be challenged. Uh, the Constitution of the Supreme Court, back in the day when Arizona did this, the Supreme Court shot down the Arizona law. Obviously, the Supreme Court has changed thanks to Donald Trump. We have a little more uh, constitutional-friendly people on the Supreme Court right now. They can overturn that ruling uh, from back in the day on the Arizona case. Uh, it was very clear, but at that time, it's, and, and is the case today, Republicans are too weak-kneed to try to stand up and do anything about it, and the Supreme Court back then was a leftist Supreme Court, so hopefully things can change. Something's got to change. If you've been watching the videos down at the border, you are looking at thousands upon tens of thousands of illegal aliens sitting in a line to be processed. Bill Malugin over at Fox News has been, an, been doing an awesome job for uh, about three years down at the border covering it. He said, I've spent hundreds of days there over the last two-plus years. I've never seen anything like this. And he's talking about the single men, the single men from China, uh, you know, all these things that are, that are coming across the border, all these things that are happening, and the fentanyl and the meth and the cocaine and everything else. Fox News reporter Griff Jenkins said 4,000 just crossed right in front of him we're talking about hundreds of thousands every month and if you want to look up the the video right now you can see video online right now of a massive number of people that are sitting there right now at 5:26 a.m central daylight time waiting to come across the border so much so that they have had to pause railway traffic and commerce into the United States. They are taking, they're having to take all, all of our Border Patrol agents and everybody involved usually in arresting these folks and, and deporting these folks. They're taking them all off of duty now and moving them into paper pushers and processors to help get as many illegal aliens to San Antonio so Eric Walsh and, uh, and Ron Nuremberg can distribute them throughout the country. And so what's happening? According to Union Pacific, Shutting down the railway operations at the border has impacted agricultural products, grain held in, the, in six Midwest states, food and beverages, beer, dry food products, automotive, finished vehicles and parts. And Well, I don't know if you've ever been stuck at a train and watched those truck frames that come up out of Mexico that are made down there for Ford and others. Consumer goods and industrial commodities such as metal and cement have been halted down at the border. So they are creating, because they have an open border, they are creating a supply chain issue for, uh, for the United States. Everything about what they have been doing is wrong. And now... They want to move to give illegals the right to vote. I told you that was coming. More on that coming up. 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. How many of you remember the Buttercrust? 
comes Santa Claus, here comes Santa Claus, right down Santa Claus Lane. Dixon and Blixon and all his reindeers pulling on the reins. You got memories Bells are now? ringing, children singing, <laughs> all is merry and bright. So hang your stockings and say your prayers, cause Santa Claus comes tonight. I don't know how you guys were at your house, but we were all about Christmas tradition. My mama was big into Christmas, all, all the holidays. And so, all, you know, we did the whole thing when we were very, very little. We all wore the same pajamas. We all slept in the same bed because Santa was going to come. And we had to, you know, be in one place so none of us could sneak out. We couldn't pull a trick and sneak out and see Santa, right? We left him the cookies and the milk. And he always left about a half one, half eaten, and all the milk gone. <laughs> all of that stuff and songs like traditional songs like that were all a big part of it and going over to Wincrest because at that time and I don't know what it's like in Wincrest these days but at that time boy that was the light up place to go if you're going to go see Christmas lights you went and drove through Wincrest all those great memories come flooding back this time of year and I hope they do for you as well 210-599-5555 Trey Ware here on KTSA with Jimmy Trevino and Captain Don Morgan right over there and okay here they come, sitting here looking at video this morning of thousands upon thousands upon thousands of illegal aliens down at our border waiting to be processed and brought in here. And, oh, the irony, do you remember the days when the Democrats were screaming, oh, Donald Trump is putting them in aluminum foil they look like baked potatoes when in fact barack obama had done it before donald trump had well yeah, i'm looking right now at these thousands upon thousands and probably tens of thousands if not hundreds of thousands of illegal aliens all up and down our border waiting to be processed and all other border issues and business is now hereby suspended so that our border patrol agents can be push uh paper paper pushers and processors and they're all wrapped up in aluminum blankets right now because it's chilly outside. And it looks like a bunch of baked potatoes out there, to use the Democrats' term. But I've been telling you the, the two reasons, the two major reasons. There's thousands of reasons why the left in America, the socialists and the communists who are running our country right now, why they have been doing this. Number one is to destabilize us as a country. Read up on it. Read up on Cloward and Piven if you care to, and why it's important for the socialists and the, and the communists to destabilize us and, and to remove our national identity. Uh, you, 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 you lose your common language. You use your common, you, you lose your commonality as, as a people. And then you are collapsed and, and, and enveloped, if you will, into this, grand idea that the Bill Gates and uh, Barack Obamas of the world have, and that is depopulation, number one, and number two, a global world order, right? And I've been saying all along, and uh, another reason why the Democrats are hell-bent on doing this is because they are importing a permanent voting base that will put them in power in perpetuity. And that's exactly what they're doing here. This is a voter base that will allow them to forget about anybody being a competition for them, they will automatically get the votes of these people that they are importing here. Well, they got to get the right to vote first, right? Well, that's the big move right now. Remember this Boston mayor we were talking about last week? Her name was uh, Michelle Wu. And she's the one who had the uh, no whites allowed Christmas party for Boston. Remember that? We talked about that, or we talked about that last week. Brought it up, made a big deal out of it that she had a Christmas party in Boston and no whites, no white men and no whites allowed at all. We got to have people of color 
We got to have people of all different stages of life. We got to have LBGTQ queers, but no white people. Well, now they are, and she is, pushing to do what Tacoma Park, Maryland did, and that is give illegal aliens, non citizens, the right to vote in Boston. This is a big move that's going on across the country. You got a problem with that? Do you see anything wrong with your vote as someone who was probably born and raised here? But even if you weren't, if you're here legally and you have the right to vote, do you um, do you see anything wrong with the idea that all these millions of people, and they're anticipating, they're attempting, according to their numbers in the White House, they're attempting to bring in another 3 million before next November election. So that's a year that they're going to haul butt and take names until they get another 3 million that they can bring into this country illegally to be, of course, voters for the Democrats. You got a problem with that? I know I do. 210-599-5555. The Republican senators, and, and really this whole negotiation thing they're doing over Ukraine, that's a farce. It's a uniparty. It's a farce to think that the Republicans are going to hold the line. Uh, you know, when you've got Mitch McConnell and Chuck Schumer sitting down to negotiate this, you know how it's going to go. They're the uniparty guys. But uh, other, other Republicans, such as J.D. Vance and Josh Hawley, some guys I truly respect, sent a letter saying the American public deserves an open and transparent process on all of this that cannot occur until the House returns the week of January 8th. Accordingly, we request this conference be held the week of January 5th and not before. They're talking about going back and forth over funding for Ukraine and how many illegal aliens that are going to be allowed into the country in order to get money for Ukraine. Meanwhile, the sanctuary city of Philadelphia is the first city in the United States to ban sending illegal aliens to their native countries to receive long-term medical care. The way it had been working is that if they needed long-term care for, say, cancer or something like that, they were sent back to their native country to receive that care, but not anymore. The U.S. taxpayer gets to pay for that. Now, so far, up till now, annually, on average... American taxpayers, meaning you and me, are on the hook for about $19 billion a year for health care for illegal aliens. In 2022, it was $316 million in medical care for border crossers and illegal aliens detained by Immigration and Customs, meaning ICE. Uh, now it's up to about $19 billion and continues to grow every single day. And most Americans, according to a Fox News poll, most Americans want businesses prosecuted for hiring illegal aliens. As it is right now, it's a very, very rare occurrence. But there's a move right now among citizens, not the political class, but citizens, you and me. The political class could care less. But you and me, we want this national E-Verify. It's working like gangbusters over in Florida right now. Even the New York Times has had to admit that the mandatory E-Verify law over in Florida has helped raise wages in the low-wage industries because it's keeping out a lot of the people from competing from those jobs, for those jobs. And so uh, nationally, According to this new Fox News poll, more Americans, more people like you and me, 
want that to be the case all across the country. All right, let's take a quick break. But before we do, let's go to line one. Uh, 210-599-5555. Is this Chileo? Is that how I say it? Chaleo. Chaleo, thank you for your call, sir. What's going on? Oh, okay. My name is Chaleo. I'm from Sinaloa. My kids are from Sinaloa, and my youngest one is in the military. Marine military. And he's fighting. He's in Japan trying to defend America. Great. Wonderful. I hope you don't arrest him. Arrest him for what? Well, uh, is he in the country illegally? Did he did he break the law to come into Texas? No, he's a Marine fighting for well, the country. As long as he didn't, hey, listen, there's no problem, Chileo. As long as he didn't break the law to come into the state of Texas, but you break the law to come into the state of Texas, you're liable to be arrested. We have law. We're a nation of laws, yeah. Chileo. You understand that, don't you? Oh yeah, we 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 come from a tough country. We uh-huh. tough. Right. Okay, but what, but you do understand that America is a nation of laws, right? You get that. Oh, we, we, we follow the rules here in the United States. In Mexico, yeah. we can do whatever we want. Right, right. But you do believe yeah. that we are a nation of laws, correct? We believe in America. We believe on the Constitution. <laughs> We believe on everything, buddy. Okay. Okay, good. So you have no problem, then, with us having uh, a band of nation of laws of enforcing those laws. Is that right, Chileo? You're you're, you're okay if we enforce our laws, right? We're a nation of laws, and in order to be a nation of laws, you're supposed to enforce them, right? Okay. All right, Chileo, have a great day. I'm not real sure the point of... uh, I appreciate it. I'm not real sure the point... Okay, bye-bye. I'm not real sure of the point of your call, but I appreciate it anyway. 210-599-5555. Back in a minute. Trey Ware, KTSA. The holiday season is right around the corner. Uh, on the governor's law, it's not the governor's law, but it's, uh, you know, the ledge passed it, right? And the governor signed it the way the law is supposed to work. He didn't do this by fiat, as Joe Biden does so many things. You know, I'm the king, I'm going to do this. No, this went through the legislative process here in the state. And it basically, just to boil it down, it says if you break the law to come into Texas, then any peace officer in the state of Texas can arrest you for breaking the law. And, of course, we're already hearing the same thing we heard about when when Arizona did it a few years ago. Has that been, what, 10 or 11 years ago already that Arizona did it? Ah, well, that's just racial profiling. Uh, The cops are going to be looking for brown people, and they're going to pull them over, and they're going to ask to see their papers. Let me see your papers. And, of course, the Supreme Court shot it down. It was a left-wing Supreme Court at that time. But let me ask you. Do you have a problem with having to prove your citizenship? I mean, the left-wing communists of America have forced us into this position. Do you have a problem with that? Do you have a problem with an officer of the law? Because it's not just brown people coming across the border, folks. There's plenty of Chinese been telling you about that, you know, young Chinese men. And people from Iran. And all over the globe. People from Haiti, people from Africa have been streaming into this country with an open border. And so you've got people of all, and and Europeans, you've got white Europeans who have been coming across. So you've got people from all over who have been coming into this country. And now, because this federal government 
has decided they were not going to do what their perfunctory duty is, and that is defend the borders of this country because they decided they were not going to do that. And in violation of the Constitution, which is an impeachable offense, they were going to open the border and allow anybody to come in here, and now we're at the, we have the greatest threat level since prior, right before 9-11. To those of us here in this country, we have a resurgence of disease. We have crime all over the streets. We have a bunch of homeless people. We've got people you can't care for, you can't pay for, and all that kind of stuff. And you've got cities like San Antonio who are involved in human distribution, who are running safe houses and getting these folks airplane tickets so they can fly all over the world, all over the country. And so, is there a pro- do you see a problem with the state of Texas saying, uh, if you're not going to do it, federal government, we will. If you're not going to enforce the immigration laws of the United States, which they're obviously not doing, then we're going to do it. And, of course, all the left-wing nut jobs in the ACLU and everywhere, well, this is just going to be racial profiling. We heard all that, and I got my belly full of that. I'm sick of that has nothing to do with racial profiling. has everything to do with the laws of our country. And an administration full of commies that are trying to destroy the laws of this nation. And that was my point with Chileo, the caller, a few minutes ago, was are we a nation of laws? And are we going to follow the laws? And are we going to enforce the laws? Or are we just going to crap can all the laws and become a completely... Uh, anarchist uh, country that has no laws and no enforcement of the laws and just uh, let anarchy run crazy and, and chaos in the streets and everything else. Which is it? Because you can't be both. So which is it? Are you going to enforce the laws of this country beginning with our fundamental law of protecting our borders? Or are you just going to say, well, whatever, we don't have to do it? But it's people who don't believe that we should enforce our very basic laws like our border laws, it's people like that who are the first ones to scream when their rights and a law that was put in place to defend them is violated. They're the first ones to say, well, you can't do that to me. Well, now, wait a minute. You can't have it both ways. Either we're going to enforce all the laws or none, period. And if you don't like a law, well, then you, you know, you apply pressure to your representative in Congress to either amend the law, change the law, or repeal the law. But you just don't ignore it because that's what you want it to do. Because you have a political purpose, which is exactly what is happening here. They have a political purpose. Number one, collapse who we are as a civilization and replace who we are. Replace our system of governance. That's number one. And number two, to bring in all these people to vote Democrat. And the move is already afoot to make sure that they have the legal right to vote in this country. And we come back after the top of the hour, 210-599-5555. We'll talk about that. More attacks on Jews in America and uh, more protests. You're going to hear some sound. Jimmy put some sound together, uh, and we're going to play that in the next half hour as well, the latest polling on Joe Biden. And should you force your kid to sit on Santa's lap? We're going to talk about that coming up as well, all right? I want to tell you about River City Oral Surgery. Dr. Mark Habercorn, his wonderful team at River City Oral Surgery, always taking care of people right here in the state of Texas for all oral and facial surgery needs. And this guy is the best in the state of Texas at that. Ready from day one to do what's right for you, whether it's wisdom teeth removal, any kind of teeth that need to be taken out. 
any other kind of oral surgery that needs to be done, like implants. A lot of people going to implants right now, coming out with a beautiful smile and an operative smile, a smile that'll work, you know, teeth that actually do the job instead of you having to chew and chew and chew to get it done. Well, your friends over at River City Oral Surgery put all their prices right on their website. Uh, there's nothing hidden there. It's completely transparent, and they have been so successful for these five years that they've been in business that they just want to give back to you, and that's what they're doing right now at River City rivercityoms.com that's rivercityoms.com go over there and check them out and uh, and and if 2024 is going to be your year for for whether you know, anything uh, the implants or whatever they're going to be ready to serve you at river city oral surgery 210-778-0002 most of south texas knows and relies on Malikilikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Oh, take me Here to Hawaii. We <laughs> Especially if the weather doesn't warm up here pretty quick. I, I want to go to Hawaii. Good morning. It's 606 Trey Ware, KTSA 210-599-5555. And right over there is Jimmy. And there's Don right there. 210-599-5555. As we go through these stories today, I'd uh, love to have you uh, join us on the show, either via text or in person at 210-599-5555. So we've been talking uh, this morning, the first hour, about this new law that the governor signed yesterday that says peace officers can arrest people who they broke the laws to come into the country. Bottom line. And the federal government's not doing that. I received some emails and uh, both sides, uh, people, you know, uh, saying that, uh, you know, this is going to be racial profiling. And I, I even got an email a minute ago, which is totally wrong, that says uh, something to the effect that uh, they can't, uh, local government cannot overrule the federal government oh yes they can <laughs> and that's the whole point of republicanism and and the federalism if you will that is the whole point of how the constitution was written we were to be a confederation of states not one whole that is controlled out of moscow moscow dc that is and so uh the entire system was set up for us to operate in such a way that state by state now the Constitution is very clear. Even if you want to say that the federal government has the the uh, charge of defending our borders, yes. And in Section 4, Article 4 of the Constitution, they are supposed to defend us from an invasion. And this is an all-out invasion that's going on. So what do you think? The, the governor signed the law yesterday. It is now law in the state of Texas where peace officers can arrest those who broke into the country illegally, violating our first law. Which is, you cannot come in here without going through the immigration process. 210-599-5555. Meanwhile, we got some sound I want to get to here. A lot of it has to do with uh, the Palestinian protests that have been going on in the country. Yesterday, I played for you sound of these Palestinians who uh, went to a mall in Canada and harassed little children who were there just to see Santa Claus. And they were screaming in their faces, they had bullhorns, they were beating on drums, and they were spitting on them. Okay? That was going on at a mall in, in Canada. Here in our country, American Jews see nearly 200 bomb threats at U.S. synagogues in one day this past weekend. 
anti-Semitism and its effects are up in America 541%. So when you hear me say that we are Germany of the 1930s, this is exactly what Germany was ha- what was going on in Germany in the 1930s, exactly, to a T. And then it just got worse and worse as time went on. In New York yesterday, cut number one, Jimmy, in New York yesterday, they were out on the streets honking their horns and making noise. Listen to this. You hear all that? Now, I got the cut wrong. Uh, what that was right there is a bunch of Palestinian protesters in a neighborhood at 3 a.m. outside of a Democrat representative's home. Representative Shri Thenadar. And they showed up, these Palestinians, showed up at 3 a.m. on his street. He lives in a residential neighborhood. All these people are trying to sleep. Kiddos trying to sleep. They got school the next day, so on. And these hellraisers go to this Democrat congressman's home, and you just heard what they did. They were screaming through bullhorns. There were a bunch of them. They were honking their horns. There were lines and lines of cars who were doing that incessantly in their home. Now, cut number four is from New York City, where they were walking down the streets yesterday. Listen to this. Making all kinds of... You're just raising hell. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jimmy. Thanks. Now, they're screaming about uh, a revolution, right, which is um, what they believe in. And it's not, when you hear them talking about revolution, this is not a Palestinian-Israel revolution. They're talking about a revolution in the United States. These folks that are out there portraying themselves as Palestinian are hired uh, protesters who are working to overthrow our government and working to overthrow and bring about a revolution in the United States. That's all BLM was and the summer of fire when they burned in 2020 when they burned our country that was the same thing it was all about revolution for the marxist revolutionaries that we're in the middle of the marxist revolution in america right now and that's who they are so they were marching down the streets they went to several transportation hubs in new york city yesterday they went to penn station they went to grand central station they went to the port authority bus terminal they even found our good friend alec baldwin on the streets outside of a building and they went over and they were harassed they ran over to harass alec baldwin and uh, for that most of us wouldn't even really care but you know they're getting in the faces of people right now civilians just living their lives and screaming uh obscenities at them and so on revolution at them and so on and so forth and like i said yesterday listen for as much as this is horrible what they're doing they really are not helping their cause. In fact, if anything, they're turning off more and more Americans, just like they have been shutting down the roads in California and other places as well. Which is, you know, if you're going to if you're going to somebody's neighborhood at 3 a.m. and you're honking horns and yelling through bullhorns and and beating on drums 3 a.m. in somebody's neighborhood, you're not you just turned all those people off to your cause. 
And the same is true if you're going to a transportation hub in New York City. And there's so many of you that you're stopping the transportation, the public transportation in New York City, where a lot of people use public transportation. You're not helping your cause. So while I have a big problem with these people because of who they are and who they uh, who they propose themselves to be, listen, I got no problem with them turning uh, most of America against them right now because that's exactly what's going on. That and the fact that Joe Biden's numbers continue to go down, I want to talk about that as well. Uh, and I got some sound uh, from CNN from yesterday with Jim Acosta. Remember how Jim used to harass Donald Trump all the time? I got some sound from him. And Stan Greenberg has been a longtime Democrat pollster, guy from the left. You don't get any more left wing than Stan Greenberg and his polls and, um, and, and what he does. But it was pretty interesting, his appearance with Jim Acosta yesterday, because Acosta, he's, he's a company man. And he's a Democrat man. And he got his marching orders to defend Joe Biden and defend Bidenomics and so on. And Stan Greenberg, a Democrat left-wing pollster, was holding him to account yesterday. And you're going to hear that when we come back. And I'll take your calls at 210-599-5555. Trey Ware, KTSA. Santa Claus is coming to town. Make on wishing you a Merry Christmas from everyone at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Well, polling issues for Joe Biden. The man is not very well liked, according to all the recent polls. Uh, let's see here. Monmouth out with a poll. Just 34% approve of Joe Biden, 61% disapprove of Joe Biden. Now, that's the low, lowest approval rating on record for Monmouth. In July, it was at 44 September 38, December 34, so he's going down. His numbers are declining. Never in the history of presidential politics has somebody this far underwater been able to revive their campaign and come back. And the people who are running his campaign, they are well aware of that. Barack Obama, who is the puppet master, is well aware of that. So that's going to increase the likelihood, particularly if Donald Trump is the nominee, that they're going to cheat once again in 2024 as they did in 2020 with mail-in ballots and so on. Among Democrats, according to Monmouth, Biden's approval has sunk 14 points in just five months. In July, he was at 88%, September 80%, and now he's at 74% among Democrats, his own party, the people who supposedly love him. That put him into power. Fox News poll, 54% of Democrat primary voters prefer an alternative to Biden. Morning consult, Trump leads, Trump leads Biden in six of seven crucial swing states. Pew Research, Biden's approval rating sinks to just 33% with Pew. That's the lowest since he took office. CNN, his approval rating sinks to the lowest of his presidency. And on Sunday, when he was leaving his campaign headquarters in Delaware, which he's still up there, by the way, with all the stuff going on in the world, he was shopping with Hunter yesterday, the crackhead son. A reporter shouted to him, Hey, you're trailing Donald Trump in a rematch, according to all the polls. What do you think? And he said, You're reading the wrong polls. But he didn't say which poll he thinks is the right poll. But it doesn't matter. You can look at all the left-wing polls like NPR, PBS, Maris, Yahoo Gov, YouGov, uh, USA Today, Suffolk, and Quinnipiac. Those are all left-wing polls. They're all negative for Joe Biden. 
And to the point that he and his wife are complaining to their close aides, hey, <laughs> you got to get these numbers up. And giving them a hard time. He and his wife, the first lady, meet regularly with their senior team for updates and reviewing their plans according to their campaign manager. Trump is now leading Biden 47-43% in a hypothetical ballot between only those two candidates. He's up 37-31 to in a hypothetical ballot with five independent candidates in there. Voters give Biden low approval marks, including only 23% of respondents saying that Biden's policies have helped them personally, as compared to 53% who say they've been hurt by his policies. To the point that far left-wing Debbie Dingell up in Michigan says he's in trouble. He's underwater in Michigan. In Michigan. In morning consult, Trump leads Biden in six to seven crucial swing states. NBC News, Trump is leading Biden by two points. Fox News, Trump is trouncing Biden. Now look, I'm going to say with a, with a caveat that I always say, and that is it's early. And the Democrats are going to do everything they can, and the machine, the Uniparty, and the Deep State, and the CIA, and the FBI, and all of them are going to collude, along with the Justice Department, to do everything they can to try to sink any conservative. And when I say any conservative, obviously I'm talking about Donald Trump, number one, but anybody else who's going to try to be a conservative and come in and put conservative principles in effect in our country. They're going to try to destroy them. And it, it's not like the old days when they would try to destroy them in the media or with facts or at a debate or whatever. No, it, all bets are off. They don't do it that way anymore. They don't play by the rules anymore. They go after them on a personal basis, arresting them, trying to put them in prison for a thousand years, and so on. They are the ones that are destroying our democracy and our system for electing our leaders in this country. So you need to be aware of that and the fact that they are going to attempt that again next year. But Stanley Greenberg, I told you before the break, he's a guy that's been polling for the Democrats for years. He's a huge Democrat supporter. If he could make these, if he could massage the polls to make them look good for Joe Biden, he would do it, as many of the others do. But the numbers are so bad that even with the massaging that they're doing, the numbers are still coming out with Joe being underwater, right? And, uh, and and they can't do enough to try to raise him above, get his nose above water. So Mr. Greenberg goes on, and this is going to be cut number two. <clears throat> uh, yeah, cut number two. Mr. Greenberg goes on with Jim Acosta on CNN, and Acosta got his his memo, as as all good Democrats in the media do, defend Joe Biden, defend the economy, defend inflation. And blame it not only on Donald Trump and conservatives, but blame it on the American people. You're too dumb to know how great a job Joe Biden is doing, which is exactly what the Democrat media continues to parrot. They they get their scripts, and they read their scripts, and I, I hear it all the time. And they get their scripts, and they read their scripts dutifully, and this is what Jim Acosta was doing yesterday. And Stan Greenberg, the left-wing pollster for the democrat party said you're living in the bu bubble you need to get out of the bubble listen to this inflation is cooling i mean if you look at gas prices they're going down they're around three bucks a gallon in the in the washington dc area maryland and virginia that's a cost with his line fluctuates depending on where you are around the country but generally coming down people aren't feeling that enough just yet it's a bubble it? yeah it's a bubble 
people look what I what I have discovered in doing my polling in Europe, in the UK, and here is what matters is how many months people have been struggling to deal with inflation, and each month they get madder and madder about it as long as their their wages are trailing prices, and so they're grumpy right now. They're still three. Look, got out of the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> they are three. It's three percent higher than it was yeah. uh, when Biden came in <clears throat> in the last in the last six months. Uh, there has been a decline in disposable income. So the, the context is you have, to, you have to start there. Inflation is like 30 points higher than the next problem. And you can't, you know, what the president currently doing is his tweets always start with, we're making progress, and then he mentions prices. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> if you look at it, ads aimed at black voters, it's mainly trying to convince them they're doing a good job. But that's not where they are. Not, so that's basically it right there. So it's Jim Acosta on CNN going, well, inflation's coming down, and gas prices are coming down, and the voters are just, well, they're just grumpy, aren't they? <laughs> and he said, no, you're living in a bubble. Get out of the bubble. Inflation is still 30 points higher, 30 points higher on average for most Americans. And that's why you look at this, the Monmouth poll that says Americans weigh in on Bidenomics and they don't like what's happening. In fact, 44% of respondents at Monmouth say they're struggling financially to maintain their current lifestyle and, in fact, going backwards. And so they put lipstick on that pig all day long, but you can only shine one of those so much before it doesn't work anymore. The American people know the truth. They know the facts. Here's another one. Quarter of Americans, according to Bankrate Survey, a quarter of Americans expect their finances to get worse in the coming year under Joe Biden. It's a double-edged sword for those of us who are conservatives, because we want Joe Biden out of there because of the destruction that is being done to our country. But he's the best hope <laughs> that conservatives have in next year's election. If they bring in a Michelle Obama or somebody like that, that's going to be a total, that's, that'll be a, a game changer. But if they stick with this guy, it's going to be real hard, and they're going to have to cheat a lot, and they will, in order to reelect Joe Biden. 628, Trey Ware, KTSA for Quarter Moon, Plumbing, Heat, and AC. Joel and Nigel and their entire team at Quarter Moon want to wish you and yours a very Merry Christmas and the happiest of New Year's. And if, if you need a great plumber, or a great AC person, or a great heating furnace kind of guy, whether you got gas or electric, whatever. Your friends at Quarter Moon are ready to get a truck out to you right away. And, of course, the cold nights, they'll be here before you know it. So you want to get uh, Quarter Moon uh, out to your home as soon as you can and have them look everything over to make sure your furnace is going to be ready. It's got to be safe, number one. And number two, it's got to keep you nice and warm. And Quarter Moon will look at every every square inch of it to make sure it's ready to go. And a plumbing problem, well, that doesn't have to ruin your day. It's a headache. Uh, we admit it's a headache, but it doesn't have to ruin your day. Because they'll get a, a certified plumber out to your home with a fully stocked truck ready to take care of whatever the plumbing problem is. They are the good guys at Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC to take care of all of the needs around your place. Their phone number, 210-651-5899. I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. A Golly, it's time for mistletoe and holly. Tasty pheasants, Christmas presents. Countryside's covered with snow. Sing it, Frank. Oh, by gosh, by jingle. It's time for carols and Kris Kringle. Oh, I love those traditional Over favorites. Thank you, Jimmy. 
636, Trey Ware, KTSA, 210-599-5555. I, I, I have to ask, John Fetterman, the Senator uh, Lurch from up in uh, Pennsylvania who had the stroke, right, and uh, they cheated the election to get him in, right, the whole nine, who refuses to wear a suit. He's always got to wear his hoodie and his basketball shorts and old worn-out tennis shoes, even when on the Senate floor, so on. But what's going on with him? I mean, lately, he's sounding like more of a conservative. It's kind of crazy when you hear the stuff that Fetterman's been saying lately. So, cut number three here, he's uh, he's talking about this U.S. Steel deal that we've been telling you about, and in fact, Don Morgan had it on his news yesterday, how U.S. Steel, one of the stalwart businesses for the United States, and obviously something that means uh, safety and protection for the United States, right? Manufacturing steel when you need it, in fact... Um, those industries were nationalized during a war. Or the attempt to nationalize them during the war uh, was a big deal. We needed them. We needed to make airplanes and ships and tanks and so on. Well, it's been sold to a Japanese company, and <laughs> I wonder if they signed the papers December 7th. Wouldn't that be something? But anyway, Fetterman is now out, and he says, since he's a senator from Pennsylvania, where U.S. Steel is, He's going to do everything he can to stop this. Just listen to this left-wing Democrat and how conservative he's sounding these days. I'm standing on the roof of my home right here in Braddock, Pennsylvania, right across the street from the Edgar Thompson plant. And I just have to say it's absolutely outrageous that they have sold themselves to a foreign nation and a company. Can't do that. Steel is always about security as well, too. And I am committed to doing anything I can do on using my platform or my position in order to block this. And I'm going to fight for the steel workers and their union way of life here as well, too. And we cannot ever allow them to be screwed over or left behind. Wow. <laughs> He's going to stand and fight this exchange because it is a national security issue. And I got to tell you, the man's right. It is a national security issue. And it should be prevented from happening. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Now, in the next segment, I'm going to read some of your uh, texts that you have been sending in about the governor and so on. But I'd love to have you uh, also call the show and be a part of that as well. And after seven o'clock this morning, we'll do some more on uh, on the governor's new law, the new law that the governor signed. That's uh, how I should be saying it. Okay, years ago, we decided as a nation and as a people, bit by bit that we were going to exchange our privacy for convenience and fame. Attention. And that all started with social media. The fact that we could take a selfie, something that everybody likes to do, right? Everybody likes to see pictures of themselves and videos of themselves. All of us do. I'm guilty, too. We all do. We all love it. And put it on social media, and people would like it, like it, like it, like it. And the social media guys who invented social media... The whole idea was to make you the product. When something is free, you're the product. And so you're the product on social media. They take where you are, who you are, what you do, what your preferences are, everything about you in that selfie that that selfie shows, 
what kind of car, background where you are, your check-in, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, organizations that you like. Like I follow a bunch of motorcycle groups and organizations and stuff like that, so they obviously know. They've seen pictures of me. I'm a motorcycle guy, blah, blah, blah. That's all over social media. And they turn around and they sell that stuff to marketers, and you have no more privacy. In social media, we did it to ourselves because, well, everybody likes to see yourself. Man, I'm on TV, baby. Everybody likes that. And so you have no more privacy there. And now they are working at destroying the privacy that you have with your retailer for the same reason. I'll never forget. Jack Lamon was a great guy. He did a show here on KTSA years ago uh, called Cybersecurity or Cyber, whatever it was. He was he was into computers and on the cutting edge of all that, long before anybody ever heard of Facebook or Instagram or anything like that, Jack was on the cutting edge, and he held a show here on KTSA, a question and answer show concerning these new things that we got now called computers. <laughs> And I, I remember asking, I said, how do you make a living in that business? You know, what do you do? And he said, well, I work with these marketers, and I work with HEB in order to uh, align customers with marketers. I said, how do you do that? Well, when you go in and you buy using a credit card, then they know who you are, and they know what you bought, and they know how much of it you bought, and when you bought it, and all those facts, it's all recorded in a computer that Jack and others helped design. And so they would turn around and sell that stuff to marketers who wanted to reach you. Obviously, if you're in there every week buying Huggies, it's pretty safe that you got a little baby at home, right? So then you'd start getting stuff from all the baby manufacturers, so on and so forth. And that's how that worked back then. Well, that was in its you know infant stage. Today, it's on steroids, and all of your privacy is gone. And if you buy something online and have it delivered to your home from Amazon or whatever, then they just turn around and sell all that information, and they pass that information on to others, market, 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 so that they can hit you every couple of seconds with an ad for whatever. But you have given up your privacy. It's gone. It, it doesn't exist in this country anymore. Instacart. Amazon and a few others have designed a new shopping cart. It's being tested at a bunch of grocery stores across the country. I don't know if it's being tested here in San Antonio yet. I'm going to dig into it. But it uses AI technology, and whenever you take an item off the shelf and put it in the cart, then it scans it for you. You don't have to go through a checkout process anymore. Because you log on to your account, and they have your credit card, just like at Amazon. You buy from Amazon. And that's exactly why they're saying they're doing this, is they're trying to integrate your online shopping with your brick-and-mortar shopping. Because brick-and-mortars are falling behind online. They want to get you back into the brick-and-mortar. So how do they do that? Well, they make it they make it kind of seamless, right? So the whole point is there's a screen on the handle and on the screen, it shows you what you scanned in your cart, how much it was, and your total and how many items you have. And people are loving it. For the convenience sake, they're saying, oh, my God, I'm looking at this, and if I'm over my budget, I put this back, and I, I can follow my budget in real time while I'm doing it. But you know what it's doing, right? It's turning around, and it's selling your info and what you just bought. It's selling it to other marketers so that they can reach out to you and advertise their product to you. In fact, the idea here is to increase the personalization and to follow your habits so the next time you go back to HEB or Walmart or wherever you're going to shop with these carts and you log in, it already knows what you bought last time and when that was. And so at the end of your shopping experience, just like it does online right now,
as you get ready to leave, it says, oh, but wait a minute. Last week when you were here, Mr. Ware, you bought this, this, and this. Don't you want to go grab that before you leave? And the competitors can also advertise to you that way as well. I just don't, you know, it, you, privacy was something that we used to protect in America back in the day. We just don't care about the privacy aspect of our lives anymore. For convenience and for fame, we gave up our privacy. And now to have convenience in our shopping experience at the grocery store with these new AI carts, you'll have even less privacy about what you buy, when you buy, and how much you spent for it. 210-599-5555. Let me go to line one before the break here and talk with Pete. Pete, you're on KTSA with Trey. Good morning. Hey, you were talking about this whole AI thing. And and, and you know what's funny is I go to HEB down here up in Bernie. And some reason or another, I get all these tickets, you know, on the back of the receipt, and these coupons, and they're for Las uh-huh. Palapas. I'm like, how the hell does it know I go to Las Palapas all the time? <laughs> <laughs> how does it know, Pete? How does it know? Yeah, I don't know, and that's that's the that's the big question I have. How does it know? I go, you know, I go to Las Palapas because I get a twenty five percent military discount on the bre- breakfast tacos. Right, so, right. <laughs> so I don't really need their coupon. Um, so well, let me ask you a question: Do you do you use your credit card at Las Palapas? Probably, yeah. No, I'm guilty. Do of you it. use the same? Do you use the same credit card over at, well, it's not guilty. It's that we all do it. Do you use the same credit yep. card over at HEB? Yep. That's probably That's how, how they know. That's yep. how they know. They know what, what yeah. your purchases were. They track in your purchases because it's a credit card purchase, and they can offer you those discounts based on your credit card purchase. Pete, I appreciate you, man. Thank you very Likewise. much for calling in your show brother. this morning. It's always great to hear from you, my friend. i got to tell you about my friends over at Hess Fitness Products, Albert Kessler and his team. I, I want you to get to know these folks at Hess Fitness Products, H-E-S-T, Hess Fitness Products. And Albert is just a, a wonderful man, and he has surrounded himself with outstanding people who will take care of you when it comes to your fitness equipment, okay? And and next year, I mean, we're we're looking here at 2024 and New Year, and everybody makes these resolutions that they want to feel better, look better, and do more, and that's exactly what Hest is going to help you do. In fact, right now, they have their New Year resolution sale on their webpage at HestFitness.com, H-E-S-T, HestFitness.com, where you can save 25% off certain items and get 18-month no-interest financing. Whether you're looking for weight machines or free weights or an elliptical or a treadmill or the latest and greatest they've got it all you can pick it up in store or they offer white glove delivery and setup why don't you head on by there if you're going to be out in the 281 area between thousand oaks and brook hollow stop in there's a big red sign up there that says hess fitness products just stop in and look at the 2024 lineup of equipment and accessories and by the way if you're still looking for a last minute stocking stuffer or something like that they've got plenty of those at hess fitness too always the best price guarantee and they're ready to take care of any of your workout needs your your health and fitness goals for 2024 will be met when you're dealing with Hess Fitness products. Again, Hess Fitness products on 281 between Thousand Oaks and Brook Hollow. Trey Ware here. Hicks Carpet One in San Antonio. Christmas happy holidays to you and yours. Trey Ware, 210-599-5555. 210-599-5555. So I uh, just want to go through a, a couple of these uh, texts that I have received here, and we're talking about all kinds of stuff this morning. we got a lot of news. Um, first of all, 
we've got city council looking at redoing the charter and they've got a commission and i'm going to talk about that after seven o'clock this morning it boils down to growing the size and the power and the strength and the control of local government okay which we know the state and the, the federales they do that all the time uh it's going to take money to do what they want to do and i'm going to explain all that after seven o'clock we're also talking about greg abbott signing a law yesterday making illegal uh immigrants or illegal uh aliens uh entry into texas a crime and of course we're hearing from the aclu etc about how that's just racial profiling and on and on and it always goes so uh i've got some text here first of all from rodney oh boy now the potholes are going to be fixed yippee boy do i miss ca stubs i'll talk about that at the top of the hour thank you rodney you just want to arrest brown people trey i know and that's a sign the race uh thing person right jw says and all white men are bad ain't that racist too well, exactly. J.W., put your finger right on it, man. That's exactly right. So in places like Boston, Massachusetts, they can have a Christmas party and explicitly say, no white people allowed at this Christmas party, which is exactly what happened. Last week, Mayor Wu held a Christmas party and said, no white people are allowed to come to this government Christmas party. Now, I, you know, I asked the question then, do white people pay taxes to her and the people of Boston, Massachusetts? Do white people pay taxes in Boston? Of course they do. Of course. And if, and I pointed it out at the time, if this was a Republican who said exactly the same thing, or a Republican who said no black people can come to this Christmas party or whatever, you know what the media would have done. You know what the response would be, right? Oh, they're so racist, they're racist, they're racist, they're racist. But a Democrat can do it, and hey, it's just fine. It's just fine. So you're exactly right, J.W., when we're talking about the border and we're hearing all this, where's the ACLU? How come they didn't scream about what the Boston mayor did last week? No white people are allowed. Well, obviously the ACLU, besides being anti-Christian, is also anti-white in this country. That's fine if you trample all over the rights of white people in America. And, and if it were only white people that were coming across the border, and there are some that do, but if it were only white people, you wouldn't hear a thing out of the ACLU now, would you? No, of course not. So you're right. It's okay to be racist against whites, and racism is racism. It doesn't matter who you're racist against. It's okay to be racist against whites in America. It's okay to make laws and to do things that prohibit whites from having their constitutional rights. But anybody else, oh, boy, we're not going to do that. Good morning, Trey. I'm very happy that Abbott is finally doing something legally to stop this invasion. Unfortunately, it's three years late. At this point, Texas has been dramatically changed. You are right, Gloria. I want to know, with this law that Abbott just signed, how will this apply to individuals, organizations, Catholic churches, San Antonio politicians, and the federal government that continues to help these invaders? Will they finally be held accountable? Will they get arrested and charged? Gloria, thank you. And that is a, a profound, profound statement in question. And I would say the answer is those who have been aiding and abetting the invasion of America. No, they're not going to be held accountable at all. The mayor, the city manager who are running stash houses in San Antonio in human distribution, bringing them here so they can be sent all over the country, right? 
They're not going to be held accountable. No way. Uh-uh. Not at all. The charities that are taking your tax money and sending that tax money down to Central and South America in order to encourage people to come up here and pay their way, they're not going to be held accountable at all. Not at all. So it's a profound question. We don't believe in holding these people accountable in this country anymore. We don't believe in the rule of law being strictly enforced in this country anymore. And that's why you're seeing the unrest and the chaos on the streets of America. When we come back, it's where in Rima, the city council, the mayor and city manager and others, they want to grow the size, scope, and the budget of local government. And I want to crawl between your ears and find out what you think about that. Coming back, Trey Ware, KTSA. Today's a great day for Italian food.